welcome to the Recruitment Roundup with Rob Grant and Nadia of Harrington Star. This is our one podcast a week where we talk about us and our passion for great recruitment. Five days a week, we shine a light on the individuals making waves in the world of fintech. And on a Sunday, we bring you the Recruitment Roundup. Now, because we have Rob here today, star of this show, the theme is going to be around efficiencies. So I wanted to talk about efficiencies and how efficiency is so important in policy, in mission, in the workplace. And because we're joined by my COO, Rob, I wanted to make sure that we talk a little bit more about us and Harrington Star and why efficiency is so important in today's world. So Rob, I know you've been implementing so, so many changes across our business and you're constantly looking to make us the best that we can be. I wanted you just to tell the audience a bit about that. Yeah, so firstly, thanks for having me on the podcast, Nads, appreciate that. Yeah, it's been an interesting 18 months for, for a lot of reasons. I think for us as a business, the last 18 months gave us arguably, you know, probably for the first time in our, our, our kind of 10 years, you know, a little bit of enforced breathing space. You know, we were so busy doing business as usual that we never kind of stopped to think, is this the best way to do it? And I think what the pandemic forced our hand a little bit was was kind of looking at how we do things. You know, is this the best way to do things? So part of my remit as a COO is looking at all aspects of the business, whether it's, you know, with the marketing, the tech stack, the processes, you know, in conjunction with, with you on a lot of things, you know, the client acquisition, the training and going, are we the best that we can be? Invariably, the answer is no. You know, in, in the nicest possible terms, there's always there's always room for improvement. You know, we're never going to get 100% efficiency, you know, which is part of the, the kind of the strive for perfection. So what I've been doing over the last kind of 12 to 18 months is, is looking at the business kind of root and branch, saying how do we improve how we do the job? Effectively, my job is to allow the consultants' jobs and everyone else in the business to do their job easier. That can be anything from, you know, process setup or looking at individual pieces of technology that will allow the consultants to get their results faster. I think the one thing that we have probably learned over the, you know, the, the last period is that there's no silver bullet. You know, there's not one thing that you can implement that will change your business from you know, X to 10X or, or anything like that. It's very much an iterative process and it's very much an ongoing process. I remember one of our, you know, yours and my old bosses at S3, and we obviously got this from somewhere else, but he's always like, remember, success is measured in inches, not miles. And I'd love to sit here and say, I implemented this technology, the business never looked back, we're all multi-multi-trillionaires, but that, that's obviously not how it works. It is just trying to get those marginal gains out of everybody, out of every bit of technology, out of every process, out of every new onboarding, so that holistically, as a company, we increase exponentially. And, and that's what we've been trying to do over the last you know, 18 months. And We've implemented a raft of new technologies. I think, you know, given, given my passion for technology, that's probably where I lean to most. My, my question was like, can we solve this with technology? You know, that, that's where I go to most because that's my mindset. You're always going to need the human element in recruitment. That, that's never going to change. It's the most important part of it. But what the technology piece does is it allows that human element to be more efficient, more robust, more consistent like anything we, we've tried a lot of things some things haven't worked some things that i thought were hugely important and would revolutionize have you know fallen on deaf ears i think that's one of the key things that i've learned it's not about me it's not about me building my tech stack that looks nice and looks great if the consultants don't use it and if i'm blind to what they use and how they use it then there's no point in having it in the business so you know i have to be efficient in my time as well to make sure that the technologies and processes that we're implementing 
are going to be really, really useful for people. And they don't just look nice, they don't look pretty, and it doesn't you know, do the way that Rob Grant does it. It's got to stand that stress test where people who are using it on the every single day, time and time again, they're always going to find a shortcut. They're always going to find those, those chinks in the armor of everything that you input to go, actually, I'm going to use it that way. I'm going to go down that route. You want me to go down that route, but actually this is quicker for me. And I think what we've got to be when we implement these things is, you know, relatively flexible to understand that, yes, that's how consultants operate. And our job isn't to, to herd them into doing it a specific way. It's to guide them and help them and make the way that they do it easier and easier and easier. That's been the journey that we've been on for the last kind of 12 to 18 months. I think it's improved. You know, I think one of the, the, the frustrating things is sometimes it can be quite hard to quantify which bits are working. You know, I, I'm a big one for data, as you know, I like looking at ROI. But there are certain things you're never going to be able to quantify. You know, I always, I always look back at the, uh, the Sky team when Bradley Wiggins won. And, you know, everything from their training to taking Bradley Wiggins' favorite mattress to his favorite hotel and giving him his favorite breakfast. You know, you can't, you can't look at that and say the reason that Bradley Wiggins won the Tour de France is because he slept on his favorite pillow or his mattress. But that is, a, you know, a smaller part of the whole. So there'll be certain parts of the process and technology that we implement in our bid for efficiency that we'll never really be able to put our finger on and say, that was the difference. That was the kingmaker. But it's still important. That's what we're trying to do. Every day of the business, leave no stone unturned. Make sure that everybody across the business has the easiest job that they possibly can. And, and that's the journey that we've been on. I think it's really interesting, isn't it? Because there's just so many elements to this. And this is why I was excited to talk about this on this podcast, because we often talk about the fintech sector or the financial services technology sector, rather than this is exactly how recruitment works. And recruitment is very much about a lot of different pieces that you've got to make sure are in the right place. And that's where this becomes just so important. So for you, like in terms of the topic for the recruitment sector today, like where does efficiency lie and how important really is it? I, I think you're right. It is really multifaceted. And, and just before I get on to why it's important, I, you know, I was probably naive as to how multifaceted it was. You know, it was, as I say, my inclination was technology, technology, technology. But efficiency covers everything. You know, the, the health and well-being of the staff, you know, the happiness, all this stuff plays a big part in making the business better, making your employees more engaged. So, and, and that's something that perhaps I, you know, wrongly didn't necessarily have an affinity for. But now I, I realize how important that is. You know, you can have the best machine in the world, but if the people that are operating it aren't happy and aren't engaged, it's absolutely pointless. So it has to start with the people. So I think efficiency is absolutely vital. You know, one of the things that we talk very passionately, you know, at uh, Harrington Star about in, in business in general is, you know, spending versus investing. And that works for both time and money. You know, if you're, if you're spending time and you're spending money, it's only going to end one way. And that's not good. If you're investing your time and you're investing your money, you're going to be more successful. Ergo, the business is going to be more successful. So, the whole efficiency piece is absolutely vital as far as I'm concerned. You know, you, you can look at it a number of ways, but effectively you're doing more with less. You know, we, we as a business have, you know, some great technology, but we also have a myriad of, of spreadsheets flying around everywhere. You know, it's important that we have, you know, this kind of concept of a single source of truth so that everybody's dealing with the same data. Everybody has that same information. And if you do that, everyone's on the same page. That makes the decision-making across the business a lot, lot easier. It makes the decisions that we make a lot more robust. 
And whilst we're not always going to get it right, we are going to make the decisions based on confident, actionable, consistent data. So for me, efficiency is absolutely vital because otherwise you're just wasting your time, you're wasting your money. And that, as I said, is, is you know, a path to ruin. Yeah, absolutely. And just as you were talking, it was getting me thinking about where my angle in the business is. And I'm all about making sure that people are enjoying working with us. They want to come back and work with us again, that we are delivering on the promises that we're supposed to deliver on. And how do we do that? By being efficient, like you mentioned it there, the side of what you're focusing on really allows us to be human because how could we be if we were trying to do everything manually? And I think that's a really interesting part of this. And I know recently you've um, implemented a new tool called Recruiter Insider that we're, we're using at the moment. You know, we both spoke to the business about it again yesterday, but that already is starting to give us some great feedback. It might be good for you just to talk through what Recruiter Insider is. Yeah, it's, it's basically a tool that allows us to assess how we are functioning with our customers. You know, are we presenting our clients in a good light? Are we understanding what our candidates want? And then we can look at where the gaps are. You know, and I, I think with any tool that is, is all about feedback, there's going to be a natural hesitancy. You know, people, people don't like to be judged. People don't like to be critiqued, and I get that. You know, I know I'm no different to anyone, uh, anyone on that. But I think what it does is it highlights if if there are any where gaps in the business are. So what Recruiter Insider allows us to do is look at the stages of the process, whether it's sending a, a CV to a client, whether it's booking an interview, whether it's making a placement and an offer, and then ask the candidate for really candid feedback, all anonymous, saying how have we done? You know, did we represent what you wanted? Did we represent you? Did we understand what you were looking for in the marketplace? Did we give you a clear indication of what the job was? Did we brief you about the, the client? Everyone wants 100% across the board, of course, and, and that's great. But what's more telling is where the gaps are. You know, and if there's a consistent piece where we are falling down, let's say we're not prepping the candidate for interview, we can be more efficient. You know, our, our job, and there's no showing away from this, is, is to help serve our customers, whether it's candidate or client, by placing them in jobs. If we're not being as efficient as we can in that, then we owe it to ourselves to assess why. And if that means that you know, we are not prepping our candidates very, very well, there's an efficiency gain to be had there by looking at that going, how do we do this better? Do we understand the role? Do we understand what our candidates are looking for? Do we know how to marry the two? Now, the, the early feedback has so far been really positive, which is great. But you know, the, the reason that we've got this all isn't for you know, self-congratulating pack on the back. It is about understanding where we need to improve. And I think, you know, you and I are working quite closely with it. I think the danger, and you and I spoke about this, is like, do we jump on every review? Or is it more of a kind of, you know, let, let's collate a little bit of data and see, right, how does this even out? You know, does it revert to the mean? One day you're a hero, the next day you're a zero. Let's give a bit of breathing time. So I think from that side, it's really important for us, and, you know, particularly you, who, you know, learning and development are, understands where the gaps are. Because otherwise, we're, we're training on things that perhaps don't need to be trained on. Absolutely. And I think, you know, this is why efficiencies is so important because sometimes it can seem transactional. You know, let's automate this or, or let's do, do something faster. But actually, everything that you're talking about is about being more efficient to allow us to bring that human element, to allow us to deliver better, yeah. to allow us to ensure that we are adding value to every single person that we're interacting with. But I think what's really important to this is that there's no point giving a delightful service if the service that you're promising isn't actually 
delivered. And I think that yeah. that's so, so important with what you're talking about within the efficiencies, because we do so much. We do these podcasts, we do our magazines, we do our events. We're adding value, you know, far and wide across the industry. But we've got to make sure that we are known for delivering an impeccable service. And that's something that yeah. I, I absolutely love about, you know, when, when you, you and I work together, because I know that that's our, that's our driver and that's what we're focusing on. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, even, even with today's podcast, you know, in this recruitment roundup, I love to highlight why people should listen to other pods that I've recorded or the, the mm. video blogs that Toby's recorded and what they'll gain from doing so. And actually it is linked to efficiencies. And I know I say, when you look for something, you see it all the time. But it's totally yeah. because these pods that I'm recording, they're about knowledge share. They're about education. They're about storytelling and case studies and, and lived experience. And the wonderful thing about the fintech world at the moment is there's so much lived experience where individuals have identified a problem and then decided, right, I'm going to go and solve that. And I think the podcasts themselves are a really accessible and efficient way of learning. They're really, really simple and easy for you to be able to understand somebody else's point of view and the crux of somebody else's business and the challenges that somebody else has faced, how they've overcome them. So one of the pods that I wanted to highlight this week has actually just been posted today as we record, which is Thursday, but you will listen to this on a Sunday. And it was Amy Cotton of Capitalize. So Amy Cotton, she spoke about efficiencies in the lending processes. So it's no wonder this was our theme for this week. <laughs> she spoke about simplifying information around lending. Now, she's head of partnership management at Capitalize, and she was talking and teaching us about gender equality networks and the networks that Capitalize have founded and are involved in. And one thing that she said is that what makes them different is they're not women talking about women's issues or talking about fixing women's issues, but everyone talking about issues that need fixing. And I thought that was quite an interesting slant on this because so many of us get involved in so many things that don't actually answer the crux of the problem or don't actually jump over the barrier that's in the way. Instead, they sidestep. And I think it's really, really important that when we're talking about efficiencies, it's the right efficiencies. And, and I think that, you know, looking at what we're looking at at the moment within the business, you know, we're constantly, as you said, we're constantly looking to improve in different areas. But one thing I thought was really interesting is how this, this time of the pandemic has given us a chance to pause and review. Mm. And I think, you know, the, these podcasts every week, this is what we're actually trying to help people do. Pause, review, think what you need to attack yeah, for, yeah. for the rest of the month. And I think, I think that's one, you, you know, the obvious catastrophic pandemic outcome, awful. But I think one of the good things to come out of it is, is a huge outpouring of knowledge sharing. You know, it, it was very easy to become quite isolationist and, you know, batten down the hatches and, and not talk to people. But, you know, you've been so instrumental in, in kind of sharing all your knowledge with people and, you know, recommending podcasts. I think that's been, you know, really consistent across our industry that there's a real kind of togetherness about, look, we're trying this, this is working. And I think that's been really important because, you know, no one's an island. You've got to learn from everyone. And if you can assimilate best practice, whether it's from your competitors from outside the industry, that's a really important part of what you're trying to do. And I think it's very easy to reinvent the wheel and go, right, no, nothing's ever been done before I'm starting from scratch. That's rubbish. There are plenty of people that you know, are doing similar things to I that I'm doing that we're trying to do. So why not learn from them? Make your efficiency drive more efficient by, by talking to other people and utilizing their ideas. So I think that's really key. I think that the knowledge part has been, been really useful. I think the other really fundamental point that you made is that 
you've got to marry that up. You've got to marry that efficiency and that great customer service with delivering. You know, you could talk to Amazon and they could have the nicest people in the world and be great and give you all the if, if the product never turns up, if your book never turns up, it's pointless. You know, we are a business first and foremost. But if you can marry that efficiency with great customer service, great efficiency, then you become unstoppable. So I think it's a really valid point. Yeah, it's reminding me of what's been going on with um, our preparation for our next magazine, because yeah, yeah. actually this point. So I've been doing lots of video applications for our awards. So just to remind everybody, we are in the process of producing our last magazine of the year. Every final magazine of the year is always about the best place to work within the fintech and financial services technology industry. This year, we've taken it a step further. And rather than just having nominations and a few people that we end up celebrating, we've decided to celebrate differences. And how we've done that is we've come up with a number of different categories. So these categories range from best workplace culture to best onboarding to best recruitment team to best place for technologists. It goes on and on. And essentially what we're doing is we are trying to really showcase who are doing things differently within within this industry to really look after their staff, invest in their staff, retain their staff, make this industry a better place. So this is this is all the stuff that you know I absolutely love. Yeah. <laughs> it's been brilliant because I've done so many video applications with people and I've learned so much about the industry. And what we're going to be doing is turning that knowledge into knowledge share. So it's actually quite quite similar to yeah. what I've been talking about with my book. You know, with my book, I recorded over 200 podcasts and I thought I've learned so much let's share it and I wrote a book about it what I want to do is make that a bit more accessible and through our magazine every single category will have like 10 standout things that really highlights what makes a good workplace culture what makes a good place for technologists what really stood out in the applications on the best onboarding process in the fintech yeah. industry that we've seen because we want to make it really easy for everybody in this industry to get better, to be able to look at that magazine and think, wow, we didn't consider that on a first day having a plant on someone's desk is a great idea, you know? And, and I think what's really interesting about these applications is, I've, and, I, and I say it to quite a few people before they do it, it's quite <laughs> interesting because we have some people that talk about the brilliant basics. Now, you know, that's a phrase that I love to use in an internal training session for us, but people talk about the brilliant basics of what it is they're doing. And then people talk about the sparkle or the delight or the sugar on top, you know? And I think what is very interesting and what my, my mind is now incredibly focused on is how we are behaving and how we are conducting our business, how we're delivering, how we are engaging with our customer base, what that experience looks like. And I'm really, really focused on that because I want to make sure that we are doing the foundations of what we should be doing and then adding that sparkle and that sugar on top. And it's become very evident to me in the applications that there's often a mixture and the winners will be the ones that do both. I, I'm, I'm sure of that. When, when do we announce the winners? So uh, the magazine will be out at the end of November. So right now, as of the 3rd of November, we will be sharing all the video applications with our 15 judges. We've celebrated the judges all over LinkedIn. And again, what, what we wanted to do was to really celebrate differences and diversity of thought. So our judging panel, we have invited people who are founders of small startups 
who've recently left their corporate and they've started up a fintech organization. People in the corporates, people in scale-ups, uh, people in HR, people in CEO positions, people in tech positions. We have ha we've got a whole dichotomy of people from different backgrounds, different points of view, because if we're going to celebrate differences, we definitely can't have everybody in the judging panel from the banks, because that wouldn't make any sense. It would completely yeah, yeah, negate everything we're doing. So I'm really, really excited about what we're going to be able to showcase. It's this, this year, it's not just about the winners. And of course, we'll celebrate them. But actually, it's about what we can learn from everybody who's been part of the applications. And that knowledge share, I think, will make us all efficient. Perfect. What a way to end it. <laughs> yeah, what a way to end it. So everybody listening, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate every single listener. We appreciate everybody that you share this with. And all that we ask of you is to continue to listen. We thank you every day for doing so, but also spread that word far and wide. Uh, we love the messages that we share when they're amplified by you. We love it when you walk the talk because you've taken something that we've spoken about today and implemented it into your business. We'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast, leave reviews. And as Rob said, it's not about patting us on the back. How can we get better? So forward, share, like, comment. We appreciate every listener, but we also appreciate every bit of advice or question. Any questions to us, we, would, we can always answer them in, a, in another episode because we are about that knowledge share and making sure that we're more efficient with it. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for joining us on the Harrington Style Weekly Recruitment Roundup. Thank <laughs> you.